<coughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so last week, I think we spoke a certain amount uh, about, as if I remember, Zikuch, about the concept of uh, the Zaymo we spoke about. Anyway, so far we know certain very important ideas. One is that a, a, a human being is a, is a murkov, is a mixture, really, or a, a conglomerate of physical and spiritual. We know that, which of course is <coughs> highly unusual because they're really, anti- <coughs> they're really anti-substances. So therefore, that type of a being that type of a composite is extraordinary. Because like I say, there are different types of material substances. They're anti. And how they can both survive in, in one individual or entity at the same time is really amazing. The second idea we had talked about <coughs> is really the neshama of a person is really so powerful that that type of a composite cannot last as soon as the neshama is connected or attached or enters whatever uh, expression you want to use it would immediately purify that physical body it would purify that materialism and make that body transparent and as a result of that that neshama would therefore uh, be able to connect with the Ruchnistik Bria. That body would not serve as a barrier. Also, I had mentioned that it would do that. However, what the Varsham did, obviously, is he restricted the Nishama from doing that. The Nishama cannot do that. It is respected by divine command. In many ways, that's represented. Thanks. That is represented. Two things are in there. In many ways, in many ways, it's like the moon, where the Russian told the moon, Matis Atzmech, diminish yourself. So, in many ways, that represents the concept, the inability of the Neshama to purify the body. So therefore the Shama is now stuck to a material home, so to speak, a physical home, and it can't um, disconnect, it can't disassemble the human body. So really, in a certain sense, it's a captive in prison. What happens when Zikul happens to the body? Yeah. What happens to the Zuma that was in it? Is it destroyed, or it gets converted, transformed into the divine energy, just like it was before it was given out to Satan? It's annihilated. It doesn't go back into being in its proper form? No, you cannot mean Zakech, Zoyama. Oh, it has to be again. It has to be annihilated, yes. You can't destroy Zoyama. I mean, you cannot purify Zoyama. It's uh, removed, destroyed. Obliterate. How? 
Well, if I'm, you know, what, 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 ultimately, what, what has to happen in the Bria is the zayma in everybody's body. That's what we really have to do: is to eject the zayma from the body. So the body, the ultimate uh, for instance, his body, he had no zayma. Before the sin, he had no zayma. Yet he was a physical, material being. Not, not like us, but he was still a material or physical uh, being. So, without Zoyma, he would live forever. Because remember, Zoyma is a force used by the Satan that ultimately decomposes all living organisms. And I, therefore, <coughs> the objective is to eject the Zoyma from the body, then all of a sudden you become like all the Mauritian before <coughs> the sin. Before the chet, so that's mamish. What means is it Well, the rabbanim rejects it. What do we have to do to initiate? The okay, so there's all that that that's the tikkun process. That, that is tikkun. <clears throat> yeah, the tikkun process embodies two ideas. The first is to literally eject the zayma from the guf and from the entire universe. That's the first. Stage one tikkun, okay. Stage two tikkun is then to bring down a much greater amount of ore, <coughs> haora from the spheres, and that will now dematerialize the physical body. So that's stage two. Can both be done simultaneously, or specifically two? Stages? No stages. That's Mashiach. Mishi- well, that that's uh, the. That's b- basically the beginning of Mashiach ben David. Is, is the or is the Zoyma's God? The Zoyma's God, but the material of the body is not reconverted or retransformed right. back to the spiritual. It's already eternal. It's already no death. Yeah, once you remove the Zoyma, you remove the element or the energy or the force of decomposition. So what happens is you become like Adam Rishon before the Chet, who would have been eternal. He would never die because there's no decomposing force. You see, so that would be stage one, where you would be like Odomish before the Chet, okay? And stage two is a retransformation <coughs> of the physical itself so by to, become, to become spiritual. So by Maimon Harsinai, it was at stage one. Because it says they already lost the Zoom of the Nakash. No, no, that, that's how they did it. They oh, lost okay. the, the, they lost the, the Zoom of the Nakash. It was ejected, right? But it was still physical. So therefore, that's stage one, right? Stage two would have been where they, their bodies would have become nizdakach, which means purified, and they would therefore be at the, uh, that type of stage would be that they would, be, they would become spiritual beings, you see. They would actually become spiritual beings. What's, what's the meaning of decomposition probably? The What's the what? What's the meaning of this decomposition <coughs> property of the Zoom that it decomposes the demolition It's a destructive force. You know, when you ask me what the nature of it is. Why do you destroy it? From, from, from what it's supposed to achieve? Why, why Death! It's the it's the it's the ultimate uh, uh, determ- uh, uh, destruction of, of whatever it touches. 
what it is is a non-existence. Look, ask yourself this, you know. There's only two ultimate good in the universe. What's the definition of good? Oh, wait, wait, one second, people. I don't think <laughs> it's... I got to hold on or something. I'm going to go so far afield. Uh, unless you guys remind me where I was. Um, okay. What is the definition of good? What does toiv mean, really? Toiv is? You're all right, but to do good means to enhance being. To enhance, to promote being. Okay? That's good. The opposite, which is bad, evil, is to detract, right? Or to terminate being. That's it. That's the greatest of all good, right? So therefore, the zoyama, which is bad, it's the opposite of existence. It's to remove existence. So the sutton is a force that terminates existence. That's called death. It's, it's only one of two. There is nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Either you exist or you don't exist. So the zerma is a force that makes sure that enables your non-existence. But Satan is not interested in death, he's interested in the virus. That's how he gets to death. Well, actually, he is interested in death, you know, because if he kills you, he will survive. The Satan has his own ideas. Rav talks about that. It's called the Merida, the Merida of the Satan, which is very... A, a mystical concept, you know. Well, the Sutton follows the order of God, yes. But really what he wants to do is to be God. The Sutton actually thinks that if he destroys or the more powerful he gets because he's unique, he eventually can rival God. In a certain sense, that's exactly what he said to Chava. When he told Chava, what? Yisim Kelokim, right? Yes? Was that a lie to him? Was that was was that his illusion about himself? Interesting question. You know, did he know? Did he think it was a lie, or did he think it could be true? Because he felt that could be true. Well, if he felt that could be true, then that takes away the most shame from his connection, because he thinks that's the way things work. He honestly thinks it's the way things work. It's still Moetzi except he, you could say that maybe he didn't realize it was Moetzi Shemra, right? But it was a lie. It was still Moetzi Shemra, you know? You, you, that's the concept of Kavona in an Avera, you know? So it comes out that the ones who went to them alive, they had such self-being. They had what? Who's this? They had such self-being, they didn't have to. Who's this? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, what about him? They had such self being, there's no need for them to have any self, not self being, and do it creation. So it comes out. That they had such some, that's the whole thing of Mises, taking away being, self being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have Mises. Yeah. It comes out that they wanted a Matrego. They were like all the Mauritians before the Chet, I mean, in that sense. Right? Yeah, they had no Zayama. Yeah, correct. They had no Zayama. So he 
he's also in the Modelo with Marisha from procession. When he dies or when he's dead? No, when he dies. No, it takes time. There has to be some type of transformation uh, of, the, of the No, no, there has to be a decomposition in a certain sense where the person returns to earth. After death? After death, yeah. Yes, decompose. In the decomposition apparently is the removal of the Zoyama. What was that? After that, any person, uh, any human being, after that process is over, is a Madrego automation. But he remember, he's dead. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is the major obstacle. No, he's dead as far as we're concerned, but he's, but he's not dead. He's, uh, no, no, he's dead. He's the Shomer's alive. alive, but he's dead. His body is dead, but his Shomer is not dead. So yeah. what? Automation is not just in the Shomer. You said he's like automation. Well, from a perception point of view. Well, he's alive in that sense, but he's dead. So therefore, he's not all the, like Odin Mishnah Bilchet. We don't see him, but he's, he's very much alive. No, you understand, you understand what I'm saying. Odin Mishnah is a composite, right. right? If it's just an Ishoma, that's not called a man, is it? But no, right. But so therefore, in order to be Odin Mishnah, he has to have no Zoyma and be alive, like a, like a person, right? Then he's like Odin Mishnah Bilchet. So therefore, well, by Tchir Samesim, Everybody will be like Adam Rishon before the Chet. <coughs> Nobody has Zayama. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so they have no Zayama. What? You know, it's an interesting question. But, uh, but apparently they... They, they got it out of they, Yeah, yeah. They yeah. <coughs> it could be the, that... that so just like Elio, Hanoich, right? They went up Shemayim live, right? <laughs> yeah. There are they're cases, they're there are stories of No, they're dead. But they're not decomposed. No, 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 no. Death and Zem are two different things. A person's dead if his Nishom is gone. Or the May, right? He's dead. Even if he has no Zoyama, so what? He's still dead. They're two different concepts, right? The Nishama has to come back into the goof, and then he's alive. So he may or may not have Zoyama. No, exactly, yeah. Death. A death fundamentally is the removal of the Nishama. That's what death is. Our problem, Zoyama is a decomposing force. That will lead to death, but the death is when the neshama leaves the gulf. Why is Satan is malachamalus? So what do you mean? Death. What? Why is Satan malachamalus? Job. What do you mean? Why is malachamalus? No, That's the question. If, if, if Satan is the manager of Zulma, yes. If Zulma has nothing to do with death, it should be Satan who takes away the life. What? They have nothing to do with him. He is managing Zulma. He's Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Good question. The Satan has three jobs. Yes, right. Supposedly, he has three jobs. What are the three jobs? What's the first job? He's a Yetzirah, right? As the Yetzirah, he tries to tempt you to sin. Correct. Fine. If he succeeds in tempting you to sin, right? He now becomes. He has like three hats. His first hat, right, is that he tries to tempt you to sin. That's the Sahara. He's trying to convince you to sin. If he convinces you to sin, 
Then he takes off his hat, first hat, and he puts on his second hat. And what is his second hat? Sorry. No? Sorry. Well, uh, yeah, well, come on. But the, who? He's the prosecutor. He's a makatri. Which means that he is the prosecuting attorney. He's called the heavenly DA. Most DAs are not heavenly. <coughs> he, however, is the heavenly DA. He's a district attorney, which is, that's what his job is, right? He's like the Department of Justice. You know, he's a Makatre. If he succeeds in doing whatever his Kitrick is, whatever that is, right, and Bezden goes in favor of him, then he takes off that second hat, and he puts in a third hat, and that his job is called... He's the Malchamovis. <coughs> now, the Malchamovis, that job, is the individual that severs the soul from the body. You ever see in, in, in English literature, they, he, they call him the Grim Reaper. You ever hear that title? The Grim mm -hmm. Reaper? And he's walking around with a scythe. You know, it's like a thing with the, you ever see cut wheat? Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a sickle. You know, like a, uh, right? With a handle, right? He's like that, right? So if you ever look in, you know, the, where they, they portray the Sutton, they, he's like a guy, you in a long robe and a hat, funny hat, and whatever, so, you know, he's walking around with this scythe, right? What, what, what's the scythe for? He, he disconnects the Nishama from the Guf. So as such, he can do that. He has the wherewithal to, uh, to disconnect the, the, the Nishama from the body, you see? So that's his jobs, right? But his influence... But the presence of the Sultan, right? His presence means his um, his um, his property. He has a property that he can infuse you with his influence, which is Zoyama. Zoyama is a force that he I emits, and that, when it connects to a person, begins to decompose the person, right? So, so his presence is a decomposing entity. However, he has those three jobs. So in a certain sense, if you ask yourself, what are the, the characteristics of the Sultan? So there are four in that sense. There are three jobs that he does. These are operations that he does. And then they're standing next to the guy. If he invades you, so to speak, then you become decomposed. You know what I'm saying? Is that, does he need any other punishment other than that? Uh, does he mean uh, yeah 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 he uh, and he there's a whole entourage of Malchi Chavola so as he has and, and so on if, if the person is in Chai Misa just Chai Bisurin or whatever it is he has he sends out one of his emissaries to yeah generally speaking yeah number two is they, they call certain <coughs> some people said they came under the influence of the Satan that they <coughs> supposedly whatever it is that they became part of not Kishuv but they like they became such big Rishayim that they now are in the hands of the Sultan that the Sultan uses them as part of his entourage. Is that also sort of, did he transfer them some sort of Zulama? Or is it there? <coughs> the Sultan can do something else, you see. And that's why it's called a Klippa. Klippa is a shell that surrounds uh, a kernel, you know. It's a shell that surrounds the good stuff. <coughs> so the power of the Sultan, right, in terms of probably, in terms of probably that's what the Zoyma does. What it does is it blocks out any haor of the Shekhinah that gets to you. It's a clip, it's a shell, it's a preventive. 
it's a barrier you see so if the sultan surrounds somebody then that enormously diminishes hashpor of the shechina you see so in a certain sense if a person does a chet if a person sins continuously right then he can ba- he, he serves as a barrier that does not allow ha'ora to enter which would, would which would energize you to do good you see so that's probably the worst thing. So we explain once that it works like there is a Jew and there is a Satan. So there is one pipe coming from the Shemayim and it splits into two. So depending on what Jew does, then either a Jew gets that energy and his being is enhanced, or a Satan gets that energy and his energy is enhanced and he can do more things. But the reason why he gets that energy is because he can block that from you. Right, but... It's a, in other words, it's not that a Jew's being is impacted by something. It just, a Jew doesn't get enough energy. So yeah. being diminished. It's not something directly. It's just for lack of the divine energy. The energy is going to something. Which something has, the energy is in Zuhuma now because something generally transforms that energy into Zuhuma, probably. Yeah. So Once he's yoinik from the Shekhinah, right, right? <laughs> then, then it energizes him and then his Zoyama or his Tumah becomes much more powerful. Right, so there's no, so it's not that something directly decomposes anything, just there's not enough energy, the energy that's supposed to build is not here. So matter decomposes naturally because the energy goes to something. Is that how it works? No, 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 you're confusing the, uh, no. The source of his energy is the Shrina. All things have to be unique from the Shrina, right? So that's the source of his energy. But what he can do is he can if you chayte, he can and you, and you chayev. What is it? Then there's the beds and the kitug and all that, right? And then all of a sudden he can envelop you, right? That's called a klipab. And then he could take the kedusha that would come to you. He can be yearning that. That energizes him to a, to 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 throw out to emit greater zoyama. So he corrupts the kedusha that comes zava, or it, or it just it just gives him energy and he produces the zava on his own. He produces Zoyama, right? <coughs> but the way he does it, he, he also has to have energy. So the, 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 the Shefa that comes from Shemayim, Shechina, right? He's able to yonek, the Kedusha. And as a result of that, he can now envelop you, that, right? And which means that he can now take from that Kedusha. You don't have access to that Kedusha. And therefore right. the beam is diminished. And therefore the beam is clearly diminished. Yeah. That, that's what the decomposition is. That's where the conditions come from. Uh, you know, it's an interesting clear. Does the decomposition come from because of the lack of the shechina, which is interesting? Yes, he's taking the shechina. So that is clearly doing. Decomposition, not enough energy. Perhaps, or is the decomposition come because he can actually infuse you? But, the, but then, how does uh, lack of energy manifest in the uh, That's really it's what, what you raise is a very interesting chakira. It's not this. What? When we say that everybody has Zoyama in him, right? What does that really mean? Is that what's decomposing you? Or the Zoyama is a fundamental barrier that doesn't allow a certain amount of Shrina and therefore there's a decomposition. Yeah, so in other words, is the power of the Zoyama the ability to act as a clipper? Right, but that that remains fundamentally connected to you because of the chet of other Mauritian. You can't get rid of that. You can, but it's that's the process of tikkun, right? So that's the question: Is that how he decomposes you? You know, or 
uh, because of the lack of shechina, of ha- lack of ha'ora, or is it the input of a poison into you, and that decomposes you? Into akira. Who? You can go either way on this. You know. I, I'm just, it's a good hakir that, you know, you, the, uh, I don't know if that's what you mean, but it, it comes out. It could be radioactive news. I mean. Yeah, I just said, yeah. Is it a shlili or is it a chiyuvi? Is it a positive force that gets you or is it a negative force in the sense that he, so he, he obstructs the ha'ora and that's what gets you? It's a, it's a, it's a good hakir. I mean, it, no. That's like a saita when she drinks it, it makes me learn. The Shem Hashem goes for her. So if she she could be if she's a car she could be Zara Zara because of that Shem Hashem. But if, if she's a, 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 a puzzle, she she was Nazana, yeah, then that that Kleba takes over and deteriorates her. It's not a Kleba, it's Shem Hashem, you said. The Zoom the Shem Hashem goes through her, but the Shem Hashem deteriorates her. So I guess it's not the Shem Hashem that's deteriorating. Well, you want to tell you what you're really trying to do is describe the mechanism. Is that just power? No, no. Uh, in a certain, uh, it's not clear. You know, you know. Is it the shame that that energizes the Zoya Ma and that's what kills it's her? It's the shame of Maya that, that is energizing yeah. her in order to become healthy. If she she's a car, she's yeah. Or maybe it's energizing the Zoya Ma to kill her because it says her belly bus right breaks. Uh, you know, she's just it. Uh, yeah, you can look at it that way. So that's the question, which way does it work? Okay, fine, you know. But the main idea is that um, uh, <coughs> so the, the, wow. so, yeah, so where are we? I need a GPS. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's so the, that, okay, fine. So uh, that's what the, the Zoyama does. It's a de- decomposing entity. And the, the main idea is to reject or to uh, uh, eject that Zoyhamo material, which is what the Jews did by Matantara. They ejected the Zoyhamo from them. They were Zoyhamo free. No, because he can re-enter, which is what he did. He's still alive, but he's not in you. Let's just, let's just, just say the association has been terminated. But he's around to re-enter, to re-contaminate. But his power is at that point, unless we allow him to enter. He has no power over his... His power, therefore, is trying to convince you to sin. And that's why, by the Matan Torah, uh, how do he convince everybody to sin? Who? Yeah, he had a vision up there. You know, said it. He had a vision up there, so he can try to convince you logically with an argument, so to speak, or an illusion, right, to sin. But he's not there as a Yetzirah, which is interesting. We don't know what that means. We don't know what it means to walk around without a Yetzirah. What does that mean? Yeah, well, well we've never experienced... No, but my point is, if he's trying to get you to do a virus, isn't that essentially the same thing? Well, there's a difference, because we have urges. That's, that's what gets us. We have urges, we have needs, right? We have drives. The drives are the sudden. <coughs> so none of those will be present after the sudden leaves? What was that? Well, we know more need to eat or anything like that after the sudden leaves. I mean, the chef end of it. No, 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 no. Well, we'll still want to eat. sudden to trick you, but he's a fool. He, 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 unless you're in a highly meditative state lying down, and he showed a vision of him 
saying, look, he's dead. He's this dead. This is proof. Yeah. So that's a fool. But Who's a trying, fool? He's trying, the sudden is trying Why is he a fool? Because he's trying to fool us. So Why he's not the fool. We're the fool. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, that's what they call him. It's a ducking and, uh, and it's still... He is a fool. Well, no, he's a fool for another reason. He's trying to fool us. That's why yeah. they call him still. But really, he doesn't realize that he is the one that brings the gula. That's what he doesn't realize. The classic case is like Homan, for instance, right? Homan, he thought, you know, Homan is up there. He wants to kill the Jews. But meanwhile, Homan is the one who got clients to do tshuva. And that had profound implications, you know, so if you ask yourself, who got the Jews to do tshuva? And the answer is, Achashverosh uh, and Haman. You know? But his idea wasn't to get the Jews to do tshuva. His idea was to wipe out the Jews. You know? So it, it, he's a fool in not understanding that he will be the actual agent to do the exact opposite of what he wants to do. And that's because the Bansham does that. Makes him a fool. Yeah. But we're the fools because in that sense, they, we, we sin. With the fool and the receiving end of his yeah. trick. Anyway. But we're trying to, we have to go in and try to trick him back. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, so, um, Well, yeah, so the, I, mean, I had mentioned, <coughs> so the Sutton has an illusion that if he gets enough, if he's yearning enough, the Ramchal brings this down in Das Tunus Chelik Beis, which is not in the first Das Tunus, it's in uh, a safer, a green, also one of the green volumes, Chelik Beis. There's a second edition of the Das Tunus, not edition, it's an ex- expansion of the Das Tunus. <coughs> on a concept which is um, it's called the merit of the Sitra Akhra the rebellion of the Sitra Akhra and he mentions there that the Sutton has an illusion actually it's not an illusion it's a delusion it's a false belief that if he's unique enough which means if he gets enough Kedusha, Yenika from the Jews, because that's where you get it from <coughs> then he can rival God. Or he can certainly become a superior being. Because he, he, fe- he sees that whenever he's yonik, he grows. He grows in stature. You know, and that, that fools anybody. If you become more powerful because you pop a pill, what are you going to do? The likelihood is you're going to keep popping the pills. Right? Same thing. He's convinced that if he takes enough pills, so to speak, he's going to rival God. You see? If he's a model, then how can he think that? How can, <clears throat> how can he what? Malach knows that he's, he's, he's uh, governed by, by Hashem. Well, well, obviously it's denied him. That, that insight is denied him. I once told you why he, why the bunch wants him to be delusional. You mind I once told you that? Why does God want him to be delusional? The bunch of them, he wants him to be, have that delusion. Remember why? Remember? Nobody else remembers? What? Here's the problem. If the Sutton does what the Bernstein wants, <coughs> yes, we're finished. 
It's over. Why? Because the Jews sin, and the Sultan has a job. His job is to prosecute, right? But the Russian does not want him to prosecute, really, because if he keeps prosecuting, he's going to kill everybody. Because we're, by and large, guilty an enormous amount of times. So if he's loyal to his job, we're doomed. Yes? We're doomed. Because he's loyal to his job, we sinned, he prosecutes, bad news. So therefore what the Muslim has to do is in a certain sense make him disloyal to his job. He needs to bribe him. How do you bribe somebody? You need to give them a self-interest. All of a sudden they're interested in something. You see? So he's got two things in front of him. His self-interest, which is to be God, right? And the second thing is to process, is to do the job of God. Right? <coughs> two things. Now, if he's offered a bribe not to prosecute, he's going to choose a bribe. Uh, so therefore, if he can grow and think that he can be like God, then he has a self-interest not to prosecute. And to go for the other thing, which is the delusion that I can become God. It's called a bribe. Where do you, I once told you there are many, many instances of bribes. Right? Am I told you? The Eretz Israel, I told you. But the Rosham says, okay, I have to give the Eretz Israel back to the Jews. Sutton says, what? They don't deserve this. You know, all kinds of ketrugim. The Rosham says, okay, I'll make a deal with you. Right? Here's the deal. You guys get it first. These your guys, the Mapai, the Zionists, all these guys, right? All these guys that want to destroy the Jewish religion, right? You get him first. So the Sultan makes the cheshman. He goes home, talks over his wife, <laughs> you know, and he, you know, he says, oh, I got two, one, two jobs. I can either stick loyal to the Jews and keep prosecuting, right? And say, hey, come on, you can't get married to real. They're busy sinning. Or I can to take the, the offer by God, right? I get my guys in, you know, all the Mapais and all these guys, right? And what they do is they'll shmat up everybody in Eretz Israel, and everybody will sin. And if everybody sins, I can be Yoinik. And if I can be Yoinik, I'm on my way. You see? So he's got one of two choices. But the reason why he has one of those two choices is because he can be bribed. You see? But the reason why he can be bribed because he has a self-interest independent of a loyalty to his mission. You see, that delusion is the interest. Because he has that delusion, that's how we survive. So the Bereshim, it's called Shrechat Sutton. It's a famous statement. So because Bereshim can offer him a bribe, then he can turn him away from his mission, his job, and we can survive. So it's okay, give him a strong. My guys get it first. You see, <clears throat> I told you, same thing you find by Kabbalah. The Rosham says, okay, I have to bring, you, bring down Kabbalah. Right? So, so when you bring a Kabbalah, how do you bring this down? Which is really the Orishim. How do you do that? Right? So he says, okay, your guys get it first. Your guys are all the guys selling Zohar waters, Zoyas. <laughs> you know, okay, the you knockers. know. The, who? The Nachman. Nachman women. They're jumping up and down. No, not them. No. Why not? Ask for No, the other guy's selling. Zohar Waters, whatever you know, you're selling it, sure, bringing all the Hollywood stars, right? And uh, they, you know, uh, like no, 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 it's not true. 
Anyway, uh, so he says, fine, I have no problem, right? Mm-hmm. They'll get it first. They'll destroy the entire Kedush of Kabbalah, right? Because now all the Hollywood stars have it. So all the people, the Frimayidin will say, we're not going to learn Kabbalah. I mean, this is what's going on. You know, so he'll be able to turn it away. He did that many times, the, the, with, you know, with Shabzai Tzvi. Shatz was a Sheikhab. You know, okay, let Shatz do it. And meanwhile, he turned off everybody not, not to learn Kabbalah. And so on. So therefore, that's a critical piece of the Bria, is that the Sutton has a self-interest and the delusion of merit is his delusion. Very important idea. You see? Because he needs Yenika so he can rival God. Well, so no anyway. No, that wasn't Shechad. That was Hester. The Barsham conceals Barsham conceals many things about Mashiach in, in a tumor cloak so the Sutton doesn't look there. It's, it's Tommy. I'm worried about this. You know, uh, these people are sinning. I have to worry about this. He does that to conceal. That's not self-interest. That's concealment. Anyway. I thought it didn't do something in order to get. No. 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 He conceals. Yeah. That's what in, in Mitzrayim, right? Jews. They were killing Jews all over the place. So the Sutton was busy bekatering, right? <coughs> Me and I slipped down my shabbinus shama. And it wasn't even obvious to, to the Sutton. Or else the Sutton would have said, well, you can't bring him down. Because, you know, it's, that, that's it. That's turn and everything so on, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> so the, the, there's, the, that, 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 that's a lot of stuff that goes on where things are concealed. That's why you find the Mashiach is always uh, either born in Tumor or goes through Tumor, all, all this tumor. kind of stuff. Right? You didn't Tumor, you know, a lot of stuff uh, that... Uh, is concealed Lot. through this. Lot. Oh, yeah, that's the Lot in the classic. Uh, yeah. Yudentoma. Uh, yeah. <coughs> but uh, any case, so therefore, this is... Um, uh, yeah, so the Shema cannot break, I said, can't mezakech, cannot purify the body, and it's bound. <coughs> um, so, so what happens now? If the neshama cannot be mezakech the goof, so then what happens? So, <coughs> what happens is very interesting. Is the Marsham decides to do certain things that <coughs> you cannot escape the physical universe. You are bound to it. You cannot live through it. You gotta go make a living, you gotta eat, all this kind of stuff, right? But what the Bosham said is this, is that if you relate to the physical universe in a certain way, right, then that itself will give the power of the Neshama to be Mesakech to Guf. That's what he did. So what the Bosham did is interesting, that it is the very instrument called the physical universe that will allow the neshama to bring a zikuch of the guf. That's a principle. Very important, you see. So therefore, if a person interacts with the physical universe in a certain defined way, he can actually ultimately change the nature of the physical universe. Now, we know what that is. 
the defined way to react with the physical universe is called mitzvahs. What is a mitzvah? A mitzvah really is what? It is an interaction or where you actually intervene into the Bria, right? In a certain way, under certain circumstances, right? And when you do that mitzvah, that mitzvah gives a certain amount of koyach to the neshama to do the operation called zikoch. Got that? That's what a mitzvah does. So a mitzvah is a device that allows the neshama to access a certain amount of force that will ultimately mizakech the body. However, the problem is, as you remember, is that because Adam Rishon's Chet introduced the Zoyama, therefore the mitzvah, even if it gives Kurt to Neshama, cannot work. Because the Neshama can be Mazakech a goof of material body, but it cannot Mazakech the Zoyama. It has to eject the Zoyama. So therefore, because it cannot be Mazakech the Zoyama, right? Therefore, what happens is, is the Neshama collects. It's like a savings account. Where all the different mitzvahs that an individual did is put into a specific savings account, so to speak. All that enormous, it's like a capacitor, an electronic circuit. It stores the energy, you see. But the neshama does not have access to the energy that is stored as long as the zoyma is in the body. It is only after the zoyma is out of the body and a certain amount of time passes, yes that the neshama can mezakech the guf using all the energy that it stored as a result of all the mitzvahs that it did. You see? The neshama can never access the mitzvah, the energy of the mitzvah? No, not, it can. I, I didn't say never, did I? You said only after... A certain, amount, a certain specific designated time, then it can access that energy. It's bank account. It's like a CD. You know, you put the money in, you can't withdraw it on the right, basically, right? On the penalty, whatever, right? The, the, all the energy of the mitzvahs that it did, it can access only after a certain, after a certain time. Then it can access that energy. Like that time is not now. It will be in several thousand years from now. Is it like a savings account, or is it just that the, the neshama gets stronger and stronger because it can never express itself because it's almost stops it? It's really powerful enough to completely reside the body in an instant. No, yeah, I, it, w- it would seem that it doesn't have the power even to do that. So it's not just that it's being blocked by the zone. Yeah. It, it, it has to diminish its ability what do we down to do it all together. Why do you have to wait down to access uh, your bank account? Your CD? Why can't you access it in a year from now? Well, there's a whole business, a series of tukufas. There's the uh, 6,000 year ends at 2240, <coughs> right? And then there's a thousand years where the entire Bria is transformed, but not the guf. <coughs> then beginning in the 8,000th year, that's when it can access the account. It takes 2,000 years to do it. And then at the beginning of the 10,000th year, it now can um, uh, tap into that energy and changes the body, the, the body into a whole different uh, 
uh, actually it, it changes the body slowly but it does have in the 7,000th year the body becomes inert it does no no it is you have a physical body in the 7,000th year except it's completely inert which means there are no drive whatsoever there's no f- you know, there's no drives in, in any which way so in the, at that point in time the neshama and the goof are equal in its influence on the body that's called the chat chorov and there's an equality that with Moshe Rabbeinu when he went to Shemayim and he didn't eat and drink for 40 days what that means is that he and the neshama his goof and the neshama of his right, were equal in terms of the influence uh, on the body so that's a thousand years and then the next two is where the goof begins to reconvert to a spiritual entity that's all the time there's no motivation <coughs> that's the kufa that uh, it, it, it can access its energy and therefore the neshama can now begin to change the barrier right and to make it pure and then there's no more barrier <coughs> so therefore th- there's a specific time t- that, you know that the Bansham allows for this to occur anyway yes oh yeah yeah depending on how many mitzvahs you did yeah all those people in Ghanedin are not on an equal level we're talking about the ultimate powers to retransform the entire creation right but how the neshama itself lives depends on the mitzvahs yeah somebody here who was a tzaddik in this world has a different Ghanedin than somebody who was you know average sure it's just that the neshama cannot access its power to change the physical universe you see, that it can't do. But in terms of its living environment, it clearly depends on its, uh, what it did. Well, the Nishama experiences, whatever, whatever the experiences in Gan Eden, there's an inc- incredible experiences. You know what I'm saying? The mitzvah changed the Nishama, energized the No. The mitzvah allows the enormous amount of ha'ora, shechina, to the Nishama. The greater the divine presence envelops you, the greater is your um, experience. So in Ghanedin, relatively speaking, to what it did, it has that type of environment. Yes, definitely. Relative, you know. But it's nowhere near the type... Remember, Ghanedin is a... as, as incredible as it is to us, it's, it's uh, nothing compared to Ilam Haba. Ganeidin is not Olam Haba, you see. Olam Haba is a, is a dimension of which there's absolutely no comprehension of what goes on there. So in Ganeidin there is a Ha'ora, but it's not the Ha'ora of Olam Haba. See? No, no, no. I told you, there are, th- there are 3,000 years. Olam Haba is the beginning of the 9,000th year. <coughs> no. I see, I thought the definition was by uh, Michel Francis. Uh, no, 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 no. So there are so many people that have no understanding. They have tremendous confusion. <coughs> but there's four things. There's Olam Hazer, right? Yemoisa Mashiach, which is Mashiach Ben Yosef and Mashiach Medovich. That ends in the year 6000. The year 6000, it's over, right? Then you have 1000 <coughs> years. Which is the called the uh, uh, um, it's the Chat Chorv, okay, 
and then you have when that's over then you have the beginning of the formation of Olam Habo and then you have Olam Habo they're, they're completely different things <coughs> uh, uh, means the whole world is destroyed for 1,000 years uh, in the davening where's the Siddur? Ah, there, give me a Siddur <coughs> there's always a lot of confusion about these three different ideas but in Kale in um Yeah, so the enalach in arach lecho, Hashem lokeni boilim hazeh that we know what that is, right? Vein zulotzcho markin lechayel mabo. So that's in the year nine thousand. So oilim hazeh is six thousand years. Oilim mabo is in the nine thousandth year. Efes built the golim with some shiach. So that's the last kufa of oilim hazeh, right? Which is six thousand years from now. No, no. The Mashiach comes before. Before the 6,000. Correct. And he ends his reign by the year 6,000. He ends his reign by 6,000. Exactly. That's it. So Mashiach will only be about 150, whatever. What was that? Mashiach will come now, then. It will only be like 200 years. 225 years, right? 224, 24 years, yeah. That's it. So that means if the Mashiach came today, tomorrow, right, we will only have 224 years for him to. Uh, for his reign, and that's it. It's not, and yeah, so it, so therefore, in the year six thousand one, <coughs> which is the English year twenty two forty, that's him as Mashiach. Then the oindem oindem lechol moshein is tchis hamesim. is an event that occurs at the beginning. I actually, it starts at the beginning of Mashiach ben David. And it goes on for two hundred ten years, which I told you once. That's a zoya. Uh, that the tchis mason will take two hundred ten years, depending how spiritual you are. What? In Kudim Maran, it says forty years. What forty years? From time of Mashiach to the tchis mason, it's forty years. Maybe that's the. What do you mean forty years? Forty years from time Mashiach comes till tchis mason is forty years. Start Maybe the Kuf of Mishaf on Yosef will be 40 years. And then David, and then it starts right after David comes. I no, 40 years. You know. I thought Mishaf Ben Yosef already was killed. No. Because Yaakov said that Shimshim was uh, Ben He was one of them. There are many Mishaf Ben Yosefs. But how many of them? <laughs> well, on the last count. <laughs> 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 there's only one Mashiach bin Yosef and there's only one Mashiach bin David. That's it. However, there are many candidates for the job. You see. If you have the Neshama, a Shurish of Mashiach bin Yosef's Neshama, then you are a candidate. Same thing. In other words, there's the Neshama of Dovid HaMelech and there's the Neshama of Yosef. If you have a, if and they are neshama, they give off sparks, other neshamas. So therefore, one of the things they give off is called a sherish. If you have a sherish of Mashiach ben Yosef, let's say, you are a candidate of Mashiach, to be Mashiach ben Yosef. If the generation does the tikkun when you are alive, then what happens? You will become Mashiach ben Yosef because you will be given the yechid of Adam Rishon. 
that's the crown, then you become the Mashiach. So there, are many, there have been many candidates, you see, but there's only one guy who gets the crown if if the Tikkun from Klai Israel happens in that time. You see? Same thing with David. There are many candidates, <coughs> right? If he comes, uh, if the Tikkun happens then, and then he gets the Yechid of Odom Arishan. No, he was a candidate, correct. They were all candidates. That's why when he saw that he died, he, you know, he sinned and so on, that's why he said, For your salvation, I hope, O oh Lord. Yeah, anyway. Because he wasn't, he didn't make it. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. He, th- he didn't have the whole Mavur yet. I mean, he was just seeing it slowly. And then when he saw, he realized this person has the ability of the candidate to be it. But as the Nevoah proceeded, you know, whatever he was, you know, he realized, no, it's not going to work. See? Anyway. Uh, so, uh, so that's an important distinction. The between. Wasn't the daughter, was, was that? Who? Yeah, he failed. I mean, he went, you know, him and uh, Delilah, Deli- 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 Dolias, whatever that is, Delilah, you know, he failed in that, you know, uh, and so on, you know. And then, yeah, <coughs> probably the one who was, well, I'm not getting into it, because probably the one who was almost Mashiach Ben Yosef, the closest, and then he just failed, was Yerub Ben Yerub Ben was a candidate to Mashiach Ben Yosef. That's what he really was. He almost made it, except his gaiva killed him. That was the end of it. Because he said, Mi Barosh, you know, Hey, that's distorted. But he was the closest, I could be the closest to uh, to ever being the Mashiach himself, which means to receive the crown, the highest crown of Odom Mauritian. See? And that's what makes you the Messiah, the Mashiach. If you don't have that, you can be a Shurish, you're incredible, you're not the Mashiach. You know? Anyway. Does so, it matter? I mean, the, the anyway, has to on that level, like you said. I said the tikkun has to happen in that door. The tikkun has to happen. That's the finish. Without that, he's no Mashiach. He, well, he has to wait. I need to... I, 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 we can go on and on and on. Yeah, right? I appreciate your curiosity. But in any case, uh, so therefore the mitzvah is the trigger. Now, the question is, what's the operating device of a mitzvah? Why does a mitzvah give koch to the neshama to do? You know, what is the power of a mitzvah? What mitzvahs are we talking about? And so on. So what I want to do uh, next week, yeah, we still have time next week, right? Yes, it's the following Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, to talk about the mitzvah itself, the power. What gives the mitzvah the power? How is it logically connected to the fact that the neshama now has koch when it's allowed to purify creation. How's that work? And so on, you know? So I want to do that next week. Are we on in that? Yes, we are. Well, it's not you want to? Yeah, the following week is going to be the, the day before Hanukkah. So Hanukkah is in two weeks from tomorrow night. We know that, right? Okay, so... So, in your session, we plan on bringing this shear to a bigger place to attract more people as a one-time event pre-Hanukkah shear. And that's going to be in the Miller Road area um, where... 
we have to make we have to confirm that it's probably going to be on the road itself. Uh, I, prefer, I, I spoke to someone today and we'll confirm with it. Yeah, so that, so that one time, uh, there's an interest in having a Hanukkah here, and Hanukkah is uh, from tomorrow, two weeks. So we're Saturday night and Hanukkah Sunday night. There's an interest of having a Hanukkah here, you know, what the premium of Hanukkah is, uh, for a larger oilam. So for that one week, Saturday night, which is two weeks from tonight, uh, we'll have it in another place. He's staying on Miller Road, and then we'll return to this place, you know. Well, is there a party also? Uh, we, have, we, have, we have to work out the, the details. There has to be latkes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There has to be latkes and, uh, and jelly donuts. Without that, there's just... I don't, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Hershey's, Hershey's only starts selling them as of the first day of Hanukkah. So we may have a... No. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, if it's not a Hershey donut, it's not a donut. No, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll see what these. Maybe they make like a Josephus. I'm sure we get enough. I guarantee you the week. I guarantee you the week before, the Friday before, everybody's going to be selling donuts, uh, the jelly donuts and latkes. I guarantee. You. Whenever there's a lot of luchias, a lot of Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I just want to let you know. Uh, so next week we'll announce exactly next where we'll announce time and location. Yeah. It's just, okay. <laughs> but next week is is eight thirty. Is is a problem at eight thirty? Eight thirty. Yeah. Because people. Yeah. Well, for you, but because uh, people came in. Um, it's eight thirty. Good. They come again. It's midnight. It's gonna be one. It'll be one. Eight thirty. Okay. action. Yes. We do it nine. <laughs> no, I, I'm afraid nine is No, because we we go late anyway, so it's nine and it's with ten thirty. I guess it's only ten. I guess it's only nine forty-eight. So you still have time to, you know. Next week, eight thirty. We continue here. In two weeks, we'll be somewhere else for that week for Hanukkah year, and then we'll go back to come here. Next week, eight thirty. We're going to the mitzvahs. And, and you know, one of the things I want to do for you is to show you how you can organize all the mitzvahs in five ideas. I mean, to really understand and what each premium is and so on and so forth. It would be very interesting. No, it's an eye-opener. Okay, great. See you next week, 8.30. 7,000 years.